Hello, my name's Tim Smith. I'm a professional support lawyer in the pensions team here at Herbert Smith Freehills. And today I'm going to be talking about defined benefit consolidation. Defined benefit consolidation is a topic that's being talked about a lot at the moment, but it's important to understand what we mean by this. Consolidation of DB schemes can take a number of different forms, from shared services through joint investment, combined governance, right through to a full merger of assets and liabilities. Today I'm going to be looking at full consolidation, whereby a scheme's assets and liabilities are transferred into a consolidated vehicle. Full consolidation effectively involves a covenant swap, when the trustees of a scheme agree to transfer the assets and liabilities of their scheme to a consolidator, they're effectively swapping the covenant of their scheme sponsoring employer with the financial covenant of the consolidated vehicle, which is provided through a capital buffer. Consolidation is achieved by way of a bulk transfer, and this can be done under the legislation as it currently stands. The main advantages for sponsors of DB consolidation is that it discharges them from their ongoing liabilities to their scheme. It also removes the risk of their DB scheme from their balance sheet. And this can all be achieved at a cheaper cost than a traditional insured buyout. From a trustee perspective, the main advantages of consolidation are that they could secure an immediate cash injection into their scheme from their scheme sponsor. And it could also provide additional security to members. There are currently two players active in the DB consolidation space, Clara Pensions and Pension Superfund. A third CRC super fund can also be found online, and there are one or two others waiting in the wings. No transactions have currently taken place, and that's for a variety of reasons, in particular due to uncertainty over the regulatory regime, and also because regulator approval would be required, and the regulator has been preoccupied with master trust authorization. The DWP has issued its consultation paper on defined benefit consolidation, and the regulator has also issued accompanying guidance. The consultation paper sets out the proposed regulatory framework for consolidators, which includes an authorization regime, financial adequacy requirements, funding triggers, and a so-called regulatory gateway. The gateway will determine which schemes can or cannot enter into a consolidator, and this will be important in determining the scope of this potential market. There are a number of issues which the consultation paper fails to address including oversight of buffer funds and the rules around profit extraction. One area of particular concern for trustees will be the availability of assets within the buffer fund and that these are appropriately invested and supervised. The pensions regulator will have all of its usual powers which it can exercise in respect of the pension scheme within a consolidator and it's important that these are extended to cover the buffer fund as well. The rules around profit extraction will also be critical in determining the suitability of buffer funds and that members' benefits are appropriately safeguarded. One of the key questions that everyone's asking about consolidation is can trustees agree to this? The answer is yes, but clearly it will depend upon the particular circumstances of the scheme in question. Two key considerations trustees will need to think about before agreeing to it are will consolidation materially increase the security of their members' benefits? And is this the best outcome for their members in all of the circumstances? I think the first transactions that we're likely to see will be clear-cut in this regard, such as where a corporate transaction is taking place and there are funds available to secure a scheme that, that couldn't afford to buy out, but where consolidation is an option. 
or perhaps a scheme where there's an overseas parent that's willing to put money in in order to offload the scheme from a UK entity. Talking to the consolidators, I understand they're also being approached by some trustees directly of relatively well-funded schemes because those trustees are concerned about their scheme's covenant risk and consolidation is one way in which this could be addressed. However, it's also important to think about this from the other perspective, as well as the ability for trustees to say yes. Actually, will trustees be able to say no? Because before the introduction of consolidation, if a scheme couldn't buy out, the trustee's only option was to run the scheme off. However, once consolidators come into the market, trustees could be faced with a dilemma, particularly if there's a one-off opportunity to consolidate. Should they agree to this? Or if they run the scheme on and the employer fails, they could risk members ending up in the PPF. This could create a difficult dilemma for trustees. This is an evolving market, and I would expect that we will see the first transactions to a DB consolidator within the next 12 to 18 months. Trustees are also going to be required within that time to set a long-term objective for their scheme, and I think this will begin to identify those schemes that are within the target market. As the market develops, we will of course keep you informed. Thank you for joining me today. If you have any queries about DB consolidation or any other matter, drop me a line at tim.smith at hsf.com.